Good afternoon, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Healing Your Codependency here with me, Marshall Berkshire. I'm excited to be here with you and to contribute to your healing, to your freedom, to your peace, and to your well-being beyond codependency. So today we're going to be jumping into the concept of this one simple practice, well, simple, but then quotes, this one practice that actually unlocks your healing in your world. So if you're watching via YouTube, hit that subscribe button. If you're watching on Facebook, say hi below. And if you're listening via podcast, thank you for subscribing. Thank you guys for being here. And now let's get to it. Okay. Try this new intro thing out. It seems to be kind of fun. All right. <clears throat> so in healing, we have a habit, at least I had the habit, of responding to my pain with a lot of judgment, denial, trying to evict the emotion, get rid of it, trying to control and analyze it, resist it, or really attach to that sensation or feeling, trying to keep it close. I had the habit of trying to feel the right thing over and over and over. Like God, it's like a myriad of emotions and feelings would show up, and they're like, "What's just the right one that I should choose?" I also had a lot of judgment, a lot of shame, a lot of anger, a lot of, mm, to be blunt, hate towards what I felt, towards my pain, towards the way my body responded to things, towards the way I felt um, about the things I'd went through especially around sense of, a sense of being vulnerable, a sense of being weak, a sense of being fragile. There's a lot of shame and a lot of judgment towards these things. This inhibited my healing. And when I see it in students, I see it in clients, every single time it's this inhibition that occurs. It's this lock up in their own ability to access their emotions, process that energy, so they can integrate. They are not able to know what's really going on for them because in the mental realm, they have all these judgments. I shouldn't be feeling this way. This is the wrong way to feel. And this means I'm bad. This means I'm unworthy. I deserve this. Why is this happening? I, there's a lot of the mental meaning and story going on. And we don't have a lot of access to the actual lived experience of the body. So what I had to start doing, what I was trained in initially and didn't really realize it at the time, but it's got down the road, ah, I see what's going on, is I discovered, or I learned rather, that the necessity of warmth was crucial to being actually able to connect with those emotions, acknowledge them, legitimize them, process and integrate them. What does that mean when I say warmth? Warmth is this process of reception. I am grateful you're here. I'm grateful you're alive. I'm grateful you exist. That would be how I'd show warmth towards myself, towards another human being. When it comes to my emotions, it's like, thank you for being here. You matter to me. You are valuable to me. What you're trying to tell me matters to me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up. Uh, these are common phrases I use with myself. You might find others for yourself that speak warmth to you. Sometimes it is, what do 
what did I need to hear from someone else when I was in pain? How can I say it to myself now? Is a question that sometimes I'll use. And sometimes like, I'm so sorry you're feeling that way. Or, or not even words, but like a visual of being held, being cared for, being protected, being cherished. While I was feeling that pain, while I was going through that experience. This is what warmth means. It's an open, receptive response to what we're feeling. And let's see, Pam shares here, and I've learned this from you, warmth and welcoming, and it has opened me to real healing, finally. Yes, yes, exactly. It's this, hey, you're here. It really does matter. That's what we've always needed. This is why the pain has not been able to complete its cycle, hasn't accomplished completion or resolution, because it hasn't had a warm witness. It hasn't been met at its level and its experience to be cared for. And then when we have the brick walls show up, we receive those with warmth, with validation, with uh, legitimization. Like, hey, yeah, you're real. You're there to protect me. Thank you for being there. That can be a pretty challenging place for us internally because those walls, sometimes we hate those walls. Sometimes we don't want the wall to be there. We think it's in the way of getting the love or the connection, the relationship, success, whatever it is we're looking for. So we have resentment towards it. We slow down. And we capture the way we feel. We acknowledge the way we feel about the wall. And we care for that pain first. That allows us to then start to care for the wall. And then care for the pain behind that wall. Warmth is, uh, for a technical term, recursive. It's always going back to the thing that showed up last and caring for it. So it's this big embrace of everything that is present in us. When this was not present in my own healing, I got bursts of healing, but then I got really rigid in other areas and thinking that that should not be there, that should be changed, that should be different, that should not be the way it is, and then get into control and fixing. And then I'd have to learn how to receive that in warmth. And when I started that, deliberately just receiving it all with warmth over and over and over. That's where a lot of the more entrenched, deep traumas I was living with started to kind of thaw, soften up, started to grow, started to talk, started to shift. And I was finding those signals of healing. I, I found gaps from where I was to where I am, a reduction in pain. Eventually, I found some resolution with some of those things that I did not expect would ever happen. And I also found just general changes in how I was responding to other people, places, and things in similar circumstances. So there was a, a discernible change in how I felt about myself. It also helped me address the shame I carried about me as a human being, about things that I've done or not done, things that I had judged as wrong. And it helped me start unwinding that shame by caring for the pain in that shame the judgment that said hey i'm wrong because of this took a little bit of bringing that in and going hey yeah of course i'm judging myself wrong for this i haven't been shown otherwise even took a little rest to say what if this wasn't actually a shameful thing what if this was helping me in some way or trying to help me in some way that warmth this con constant practice of warmth was essential 
to that experience and to that process. Now, we need warmth in two ways. We need it from others. We need it modeled that way. And then we need to, to also practice and model it with ourselves. And when we're practicing warm with ourself, warmth with ourselves, it's going to be often very challenging because we think we don't deserve it. We think it um, is, we're not doing it right. We're over, I'm still feeling all this anger towards it. Well, yeah, keep, keep bringing that warmth. And yeah, I see you. I love you anyway. Say it to the anger, say it to yourself. But the key here isn't the mental, the verbal alone. It's the letting yourself feel what it feels like to be there. For me, initially, it was very, very uncomfortable. Very, very weird. Very like, mm, I'm not so sure about it. And I'm like, yeah, of course I'm not sure about it. I've never really had this. I've never had it expressed to me. I've never had it modeled to me. It's very, very opposite of the way I was raised. Hmm. Maybe that's part of it. It's okay. It's just going to be awkward. And I started giving all of that permission. And that's when I started to actually feel it. Sometimes for like 1.7 seconds, sometimes for a minute. And now more and more on a regular basis. Warmth. That's what we need to help real healing actually happen. Because what it does is it makes it safe enough for the body to change, to express itself, to process, and to enter a state of change because it knows, hey, I'm going to be met with warmth. And it's going to be apprehensive with each of these steps. That means you're going to have to show up like, yeah, it's weird, it's awkward, and I love you anyway. We're here. Over and over and over. And then having that modeled to us by safe, trusted others. That's the work. And that's what I teach you how to do in the actual heal trainings that start this Sunday at 12 p.m. So if you want to join us, enrollment closes here in less than 12 hours. Uh, so it would be 11.59 p.m. July 7th, 2023, for those of you watching this in the future. Um, the link is below on uh, YouTube, or below on, yeah, above on Facebook, below on YouTube, and on my front page if you're listening via podcast. Here's the key. This will also be open for December enrollments and future enrollments. So if you're watching this in the future, hi, I'm in the past. Click that link, find out when the next app or the next um, training series is. Come join us. My friends, go gently with yourselves. We deserve gentleness. We are sensitive beings. We're dynamic. We're alive. But we're also very responsive and connected. And there can be a lot of intensity around those things. And we go really, really gently with ourselves. With a lot of warmth, a lot of caring. I check the... the uh, comments here real quick so pam shares yes resistance was instinctively strong hard to flex on that for sure <laughs> yeah of course especially since resistance is like one of our biggest go-tos for protection like nope oh, oh, oh. and then it's oh, like why are why am i forcing myself to feel this yeah it can be really really difficult and then melanie i being able to let warmth and it's pretty new for me. Self-loathing was very persistent for a while. My body is becoming less resistant to it. Boom. You are gaining the trust of your body. You're gaining the privilege of your body being available to you. So that really speaks to your consistency and your care towards yourself, towards your body, towards your pain. It's good work. My friends, that's key for it. Warmth. So there we go. That's 
that concludes today's episode. Hit that like and share button on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button as well. So if you're listening via podcast, thank you. If you want to listen via podcast, that would be on Apple, Google, Spotify, and others. And then come and join us for the actual Heal trainings that start this Sunday. Again, the link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube, and on my front page at healyourcodependency.com. I will see you guys in our next episode. Have a great day.